Say that thou didst forsake me for some fault, and I will comment upon that offence. Speak of my lameness, and I straight will halt, against thy reason making no defence. Thou canst not love, disgrace me half so ill, to set a form upon desire a change. As I'll myself disgrace, knowing thy will, I will acquaint and strangle and look strange. Be absent from thy walks, and in my tongue thy sweet beloved name no more shall dwell, lest I too much profane should do it wrong, and haply out of old acquaintance tell. For thee against myself I'll vow debate, for I must ne'er love him whom thou dost hate. Welcome to Outside of a Dog's Sonnet Fortnight, where we discuss why Shakespeare's sonnets are actually really good. Hello and welcome to our next mini-episode about the sonnets of Shakespeare. This one, Sonnet 89, it's a breakup sonnet, isn't it? Yes, but not really. It's a post-breakup sonnet. And the poet here is really the dumb pee. The poet says, Okay, you do not love me anymore. I still love you so much that I will start hating myself. And it is just self-flagellating. Saying, Oh, you say I'm lame? I will not walk anymore. You say I'm horrible? I will say that I'm even more horrible and that you're t that you're actually still being nice. I will not even go where you go because I don't want to see you. I will not even talk about you because that might risk making you seem bad because such an asshole like me talks about you. This is pretty heavy stuff. This is heartbreaking. It's just this unrelenting beating up of himself. But again, I think something that everyone who has ever been dumped can identify with. And I have this theory that being dumped sucks. That's not my theory. That's just a fact. But I also think that it is something that is essential. As Calvin's dad would say, it forms character. Well, it is definitely something that most of us have endured in some devastating way or another. The few people I know who haven't are really insufferable. And Shakespeare, again, becomes much closer to us in that respect. And this seems like a very, very personal poem again. This is not some grand abstract thought experiment. This is really someone who is trying to make sense of his thoughts and the pain and the emotions he feels. And I think that despite the strange logic he follows here, it is again somehow someone grasping for straws, someone trying to find meaning in something that doesn't really make that much sense. Again, an interesting thought to be put in a poem, in a sonnet, which is all about contrasting, comparing concepts and coming to some lofty conclusion in the end. And the only conclusion he comes to in the end here is again a kind of strengthening of of his own argument that, yeah, I will hate myself for you not loving me anymore. It's kind of a response to that old adage, which apparently was a cliche even then. Yeah, you know, it's not you, it's me. But here he's saying, no, it must be me because you are so perfect. That is heartbreaking. And it is kind of interesting to see this as well, that he cannot believe that it might be something about the other person. It must be something about him. As I say, this is depressing, but it's depressing in a profoundly different way than Sonnet 64 and 65 we discussed before. They are sort of on a grand scale, a universal scale. Everything ends, and that is horrible. But this is much more immediate. I was abandoned, I have lost my love, and my life is horrible because of that. 
as you said, it's not so abstract. It's a lot more concrete. And I can identify with both of these fears. I can identify with both of those reasons to be desperate. But this one certainly tugged on my heartstrings a lot more. Well, I think we have ploughed the depths of despair long enough, haven't we? So we should go towards something lighter and more about love and romance and so on, right? So let's meet up for the next sonnet, which will be 116. Thank you very much for listening. For more information, visit outsideofadogcast.com.